Welcome, Welcome to Category, Category is. is. I'm Justin. I'm Maurice, and it's our 21st episode. Yes, Category Is is 21. Legal drinking age. <laughs> yeah, 21 episodes. Yes. Oh, we can drink now. Yeah, hey. Yes. And it's fitting because no drank January is over. over. Done. Done. It's time for Fucked Up February. Oh, that's what we're calling it? Hashtag Fucked Up February. Oh, no. Yeah, my friend Trina um gave me the name for this. So. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Hey, Trina. Hey, girl. Yes. Well, you know, we'll be effed up in February, <laughs> you know. Uh, but it's also Black History Month. That, too. That's, you know, pour a libation out for our ancestors. For the homies who ain't here. I guess. Sure. That, too. <laughs> Remember that song, This Was For The Homies? No. Oh. Who's that? Tupac? Uh, I was like in that era. And Is they it poured West Coast out. rap? It's West Coast. And they See poured like know. the 40. See, you know, I'm, I'm a biggie. Um, I'm a, um, you know, junior mafia. Okay. I'm, I'm very You're East, East Coast, Coast rap. Yeah. Yes, okay. I'm very of that, that genre okay. and that time. So yeah, they used to pour a, fo- a 40 out, you know, for the homies who ain't here. Mm. Okay. Well, yeah. hey, to our ancestors, we're pouring a 40 <laughs> out for you. You know, we are happy and we know that you we are proud are, of us. And we, yes. And we try to make you proud. Yes. Happy Black History Month. Happy Black History Month. Happy fucked up February. And, you know, happy well, life. Yes, happy. Well, this week, guys, we have a lot of categories for we you. Do, yeah. It's been a hell of, of a, a week. week. <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. So let's hop right into it. Well, hold up. What are we drinking tonight? Oh, shit. You know, I always forget. <laughs> you do. What you drinking? Yeah. Well, you know, guys. We hadn't been doing it for so long. Yeah, that's true. Or you drunk already? I'm a little bit tipsy already. Okay, yeah. So, but uh, it's just a wine week. Yeah. You know, we hit you guys with a lot of mocktails. We did. In the month of January. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think towards the end of the month, we were deprived of our alcohol intake yeah, that we, we that we need necessary to function yeah. as uh, normal human beings in 2019. Mm-hmm. So we kind of started giving you suggestions for alcohol to put, to into, put into it the mocktails. Yeah. But now that that's over. Done. We're just, we need some wine. You know, yeah. and our shows are always so good. We had that wine drunk. Yeah. The wine is so much better, I think, than the, like, mixed drinks, the cocktails. Well, you know, I'm just getting older, mm-hmm. and I can't handle the liquor so yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. And also, I think with the liquor, is like, you measure it out, and you have to put so many extra stuff, mm-hmm. ingredients you know. in it. And it's like, just give me a bottle of wine. I know what's in it. Right. When you're a girl on the go. Yeah. You know, I, I like box wine, you know, because <laughs> you got the button, you just push, push, and you keep it right in your fridge. Yeah. It's easy. You know they got canned wine now. I do. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. I like box cans. Box know, cans. Box, no, boxes of wine, oh, okay. cans of wine. Cans. The juice boxes. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they now, they have the... Um, Grown up juice. Yeah, but they have the ones that look like a wine glass. I'm like, mm. oh, the Copa, uh, the Copa ones. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, mm, no, okay. I like it to look like a juice box. I like it to can. They should do a Capri Sun wine. So in Puerto Rico, have you ever been? No. Okay, but I've I've had gasoline. You have the gasoline. Yes. Okay, I was about to say because they have. It looks like a Capri Sun. So my brother used to live in Puerto Rico. My little brother, and he would um send me those like all the time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They have gasolina, baby. Yeah. But they are good though. They are tasty. Some of them are better than others, but overall they're good. Is it like a Puerto Rican four loco? Pretty much. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Are four locos still illegal? No, they're legal. They never yeah. like went like completely illegal. Something happened with that. Yeah, though. yeah. But I still have never had one. Well you don't need one. You're 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 off that age limit now. No I'm not Next week, I'm going to get a Four loco. 
Okay, you heard it here first. <laughs> Next week's drink of the week is Four Locos. Grab one, you'll be drinking with us. Yes. All right, child. Well, let's get into <laughs> let's it. Let's get into it. The categories are, we're going to start with the uh, the most recent thing that just happened was mm-hmm. the Super Bowl. Oh, Maurice, I forgot to ask you how your weekend was. <laughs> you child, you know, you could tell we've been drinking. Yeah, already. So my weekend was good. I didn't do... Um do much really like i made some cards because valentine's day is coming up so i made like my mom's valentine's card and for a couple friends and then that was pretty much my weekend nice yeah low-key yeah how was yours it was lovely i did a little shopping um because i assisted uh and throwing a super bowl party on sunday oh but saturday evening uh-huh. uh, i went to dinner with my sisters and my mother for my sister jasmine's birthday that was nice mm-hmm. you know to get together and have some wine and chit chat yeah and then sunday was like up at the crack of dawn yeah. cooking preparing for this super bowl party mm-hmm. that i did all the food for okay um it was a nice turnout yeah i want to enjoy the food you know when i throw a party or do the food for a party. You didn't send me any pictures. Oh, I didn't, bitch. No. Oh, I could show you. I'm going to show you off. Okay, I'm not okay. I'm going to show you now, but it was really cute. Okay. You I had mean, all your decor? All the decor. Mm-hmm. Just to give okay. a quick rundown. And this mm-hmm. can actually ease right into our first whole category. <laughs> yes. The Super Bowl Super category Bowl. is Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just going to give you all a quick recap of the party that we threw. Uh, we? Leave it at that. <laughs> okay. I ain't given no names, no okay. dates, no locations mm. that we threw. Okay. It was uh, because it was the Los Angeles Rams versus the New England Patriots. The yes, not the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know me. I did basically. There was one main food vignette. Yeah. And that was like typical football foods. Mm-hmm. So it had, you know, buffalo chicken. We had okay. some lemon pepper chicken. Mm-hmm. I did a queso dip. I did corn dogs and pigs in a blanket. Okay. We did salsa guac chips. Mm-hmm. You know, and my guac is the bomb. It's good, yeah. We also had meatballs and Y'all had no lambs, rams. <laughs> that's Thanksgiving, potatoes, darling. That's potatoes. Thanksgiving. But the Rams though. Y'all had no lamb? Well, I'm gonna get to that. Okay. I'm gonna get to that. So then we had the uh pork sliders. Okay. I did pulled pork sliders mm-hmm. with a nice cabbage vinegar based slaw. Mm-hmm. And then we also had just potato wedges with like a sriracha ketchup. And then I did the two more food vignettes for specialty cocktails. Okay. So Los Angeles Rams was kind of like Los Angeles based foods. Okay. So we had sushi. We did a okay. we did a DIY taco bar. Mm-hmm. And then we had chicken and waffles sliders. Okay, like Roscoe's. Like Roscoe's. Okay. Yes. And then at the new and oh and the specialty drink there was a tequila sunrise. Okay. What? Nothing. I feel judgment. I mm, okay. No comment. Keep well, going. Uh, okay. You know I can play at a party now, bitch. <laughs> and then the other, uh, the New England Patriot Station, we had a uh, my my crab dip, mm-hmm. and we had lobster rolls, mm-hmm. and then we did uh, Ben and Jerry's ice cream for like, oh, a little dessert. Okay. Y'all handle baked beans? We were going to do baked beans, but you know, mm. this was a, a homosexual party. Oh, so, so. people are going to be bottoming <laughs> after the party. <laughs> We already had enough heavy food. Okay, you're right. You're right. So, and we had a nice a punch bowl of a drink I call uh-huh. the New England Express. So that okay. was, it was a fun gathering. Thank you to all those who came. It was mm-hmm. a good time. I'm tired. Okay. And um, yeah, so let's talk about the Super Bowl. I did not watch. So my boyfriend's, I think I told you my boyfriend's niece was in town last weekend. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be like just a weekend trip. Like she was supposed to leave, I think on Monday. Okay. But the weather 
this week has been crazy. Okay. And so they kept canceling because you know the polar vortex came and then oh. or was supposed to come and then it, they didn't know when it was coming and so her flight kept getting canceled right and so she was supposed to leave on monday and then she didn't leave until saturday <sighs> like her flight got canceled like three or four times wow and so like every day they would rebook it uh-huh she would get like delayed 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 canceled but was it even that and cold? so it did it wasn't even that cold and it didn't even really snow hard, so, it was a light dusting yeah and so she finally left like saturday but then by that time we were like oh, okay let's just relax because right. you know you're hosting like i said i was doing sure. like the tours and like all the stuff so it was just like oh, okay Mm. So by the time the Super Bowl came, we were like done. Done. Over yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you're homosexuals weren't watching that anyway. I was boycotting. Uh, were you? <laughs> Please. I was. Lies. I was boycotting in favor of, not for Colin Kaepernick. Okay, I'm about to say. I was boycotting in favor of Jason Momoa. Who? Oh, oh, Alisa yeah. Bonet's husband. Mm-hmm. Why? Because, so last week we were talking about the Fire Festival. Yes. And... I hadn't watched the documentary, so I put up, pulled up my Netflix, and I was going to watch it. But then when I saw that season three of Frontier, which is this show on Netflix that okay. Jason Momoa stars in. Is he shirtless half the time? Um, so it's set like in Montreal, um, Quebec, mm-hmm. and in like the 17, 1800s, something like that. And so Ugh. it's always wintertime, so he always got on like a bunch of fur coats and stuff. A whole bunch of ruffles. Yeah, so oh you can't God. see nothing. But like one time he did like take a bath. And That's was like, so oh. useless. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, it worked. And so, yeah, so I started watching that. Is his hair in a man bun? It's not. Is it cut? No. So He's giving you like rustic, like man. Like lumberjack realness? Like lumberjack realness. Okay. I'm just trying like to Like Daniel Boone To me, realness. like, Jason Momoa should always have his shirt off. Off. Why would he need to wear a shirt? And his hair should always be wild. Yeah. It's wild. Oh. I don't know. Frontier? Mm-hmm. I guess it's about a frontier, man. That makes sense. I guess I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll give it a, a quick fast forward. Yeah. Those fast forwards to cute scenes. Yeah. Kind of like sometimes you do with your personal entertainments. <laughs> <laughs> Money shot. Just get to the point. Get right to it. Yes. Get to the point. Yeah. Yes. So, did you watch the halftime show? I didn't watch that either. Oh, because because so by the time, that. yeah. So by the time, <laughs> so we started watching that, and then by the time I realized, like, oh shit, like the halftime show should be popping off right now. Everyone was like texting me. It's so boring. Don't even right. bother. And I was just like, oh, okay, well, I'm well, you know. Time. Like, there was no hype around this halftime show. I think that's because of what we just previously discussed. Yeah. That, like, ain't nobody checking for Maroon 5. They even canceled their pre, the, um, yeah, the, the press, press conference. Yeah, yeah. Like, remember years ago when Beyonce sung at Obama's first inauguration? <laughs> and, I'm sorry. Did she? Oh, okay, okay, that's the point I'm getting at here. Okay. But it was cold. So she sung live over a pre-recorded track. Which people do in the cold. Right. But, okay, but remember, uh-huh. she was performing that year at the Super Bowl. But, and at her press conference, uh-huh. she came out uh-huh. and she just sang. Yes. And then she said, any questions? And My that was question- a classic, like, shut these hoes down. But, okay, in that moment, because Aretha Franklin, I think she sang live, though. 
Because she had on that. Remember that nasty bow she had? Yes, that had yes. I was at that inauguration. You were? I was with my girlfriend. Ooh, yes, you could probably see that bow. Yes, I could. Well, the first black person we noticed was Oprah's wig. Yes. But then the hat. Yeah. Yep. And my girlfriend I was at the inauguration with, uh-huh. Dominique, she was like, that hat is going to be famous. Epic. That hat is legend. Legend. And so the question was not, can Beyonce sing? It was, did Beyonce sing live? And so she did not sing live, which is fine. Okay, okay. Because have you ever played? Well, I played the saxophone. Uh, okay. <laughs> and so when we were in marching band or in band, and you have to play in a cold temperature, your instrument is always going to be greased. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's always going to be off, like out of tune. Okay. Like no matter what you do, the cold temperatures are going to affect your instrument, and so. If you are singing in, you know, whatever, it was really cold. It was freezing. Yeah. It was the coldest day of my life. Yeah. And so when you're outside, your instrument, your voice is going to be out of tune. So anytime New Year's Eve, Super Bowl, inauguration, anytime it's cold outside, they always um, pre-record the track right. in order to control, you know, like the sound. The Even vocal. like the, um, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. It's all pre-recorded. Yeah, it's all Ross family. Yeah, (laughs) I told you, didn't care. Yeah, she didn't care. But But yeah, back to the point is Mm -hmm. that Maroon Five didn't even have a press conference. Nobody Mm -hmm. was checking for them or ASAP Rocky or (laughs) not him. What is the boy's name? Um, is that Trevor Noah? No, he's on. That's the comedian. Yeah, 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 yeah. He does have a. (laughs) Oh my god! I saw his special. Yeah. Wow. Travis Smith. No, Scotts. Her. Yeah, him. So he. Um. Where was this going? I'm sorry, we've lost our train of thought. Stick (laughs) with this, y'all. Stick with this. Um. So we knew the halftime performance was going to be horrible. No one watched. Mm -hmm. But can I just say this? Because I, I did the next day recap. Okay. And I didn't even get time to watch the commercials, but I was just so disinterested. I did. I watched them. So you can kind of get the recap mm-hmm. of commercials. But my issue with the halftime performance, because I did watch it okay. on the um, on the internet. Live? Oh, Not okay. live, like the next, this morning. Mm-hmm. And Adam Levine, I mean, Adam Levine's sexy. I'll give him that. Ooh. Okay. I mean, he's not like, he's like skinny... He has a sex appeal. I'm not okay. I I can I see it. I see. I it. don't. But you know, you know, it it, it gives me like very heroin chic. Yeah. It's very early '90s model. He mm-hmm. gives me Calvin Klein ad. I'm emaciated. I'm dying. Yeah, like he posing with Kate Moss. Yes, and mm-hmm. I and I love that aesthetic. Okay. Right. I don't. And he has a nice bone. He's he has good bone structure. Well, all you can see is them bones because he's hungry. <laughs> but you know <laughs> him and out. him and Jason Momoa. Are very different. They're Jason Momoa gives you the pick up, throw yes. you down. Mm-hmm. The yeah, you know, Cal Drogo. Yes, mm-hmm. um, but you know, what's his name? Adam. Adam Levine will give you. He'll, he'll sing cute to you and maybe like read you a poem or something. But anyway, he had his. <laughs> first of all, he had his guitar out. He never once touched it. Again, so it's like, do you know how to use your instrument? Which one? I don't know. You tell okay. me. <laughs> but again, it's cold. You're not going to play your instrument live. But I don't think he even knows how to play instrument. I he think probably it was don't. Just, it was just costume. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of his costume, did you see them? <laughs> that tank top he had on? Yes. They said it was like a, a pillow. It um, looked like a pillow from them couches at Renaissance. 
Or like Bob discount. Yeah. <laughs> $35 a week. You got a whole room of furniture. Oh, gosh. They did. It was a horrible. Yes. It was a horrible thing to have. Yes. But he's, you know, he gives that snatch emaciated the way look. Mm-hmm. I didn't like, like it. Hated and it. then he took the tank top off and revealed his nipples. Not one, but two. Both. And you know, both of them. Both. Them, them little pasty pink nipples. But, you know, and the Super Bowl was on Janet Jackson Appreciation Day. Mm-hmm. And you know, we are still, and I'm a Janet Jackson stand. Y'all don't understand. We only feature two DOCs. On this podcast. A, a DOC is. Diva of choice. Yes. Maurice's diva is clearly none Mariah other than Carrie. me. My diva choice is Beyonce. However, I, you know who is a close. Yeah. Damn you. You were like struggling. I, fluc- like the, I fluctuate. Yeah. Because to me, it's hard to compare them because they're, they, they're in their they're own so, realms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Janet Jackson's really like my diva. Mm-hmm. And then my obscure diva is Tina Marie. <laughs> but you know, the children ain't checking for her. Hey, but y'all need to, please go listen to Out on the Limb and then Portuguese Love, then we'll talk. But. You know I love me some Janet. Mm-hmm. And I just saw some type of way. So we can see two of these white male nipples, but we can't see one of Janet's one. and a beautiful... She had like uh, a whole... Sun yeah. Closure piercing yeah. ornament jewelry thing. Yeah. But whatever. But you know what that was. Mm-hmm. White patriarchy. Right. Well, anyway, the halftime performance was bad. You know this... I, I think that they said that this was the least viewed Super Bowl in 10 years. I believe it. Who even won? Because I don't even know. The Patriots won. It was like 13 to 3. Oh, I think people that... are over-featuring the Patriots. It's like, uh-huh. it's just like, it's not even exciting or cute. Is that anymore. why Tom Brady was kissing that man on the mouth? What man, Giselle? No, that old... <laughs> I thought she was being shady. <laughs> no, he was kissing some old white man on the mouth. Oh, probably. I think that's the captain. That's the one that um, Cardi B was doing her booty pop on. That old man? Cardi B performed some performance after afterwards. I thought it was before. I don't know. Oh, well. Get that shmoney, Cardi. Well, well, we do love Cardi. So tell me about the commercials. No, Okay, so Cardi was in the Pepsi commercial, which starred Steve Carell. But I saw that. They aired it like a whole week before. Right. So the thing is now, like, you don't even have to watch them, like, wait till the Super Bowl to watch them because they post them online. Right. And that's what I did. And so I watched them online. And so Cardi was in the Pepsi commercial with starred mm-hmm. Steve Carell. And then they Little had John. Lil John. What? Okay. Right. And that was like the whole. Okay. Yeah. That was the whole like tagline of the commercial. Because remember when I was telling you about Pepsi the other day? Right. And Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. And so when I said that in the south when people order a soda you You can say coke Coke. yeah so they're at this diner and this lady orders a coke right and the waiter says we only have pepsi is that okay and so then that's when steve carell is like going he seemed a little out of place in the commercial it was odd commercial yeah and so he kept he was like on this monologue and then like next thing i know the waiter doesn't have any clothes on and then Lil John is standing behind the counter and he's like doing his okay thing. My takeaway was like uh-huh. that the woman who ordered the Coke, Coke but was okay with it. She's like, okay. Uh-huh. He was like, you need to say it with more enthusiasm. Well, he's like, I think the crux of the commercial was like, Pepsi is more than okay. Because like, the waiter's right. like, is that okay? You know, if we have if we have Pepsi, is that okay? And so Steve Carell saying like, Pepsi should be more than okay. Right. And so, but my takeaway was uh-huh. like, because if the woman who ordered the 
Coke or the Coke. Uh-huh. And the Pepsi commercial was a white woman. Yeah. Steve Carell's like just giving you regular old regular white dad. Yeah. But it was like you need to possess. You need to. Yeah. It, it kind of came off, and I hate to say this, it came uh-huh. off like a little like you need to coon up. You're okay. Basically. Because like little all the black people in uh-huh. commercials. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Extra. Yeah. I don't know. It wasn't to yeah. me. It wasn't my idea of a Super Bowl commercial. It was disappointing. From, it was yeah. It was disappointing to me. To and I me, think that like, it's, what happened to the days of like Beyonce and Pink and Britney Spears as gladiators? Right. Now that, that is a Super was a Bowl good, yeah, commercial. Yeah. And they probably spent like millions and millions of dollars on this Pepsi commercial, but it was just like that's it. That's it. That's it. She clicking them nails on that uh, soda can. It was bedazzled. It was bedazzled down. <laughs> but then I was just like, that's it. Like she walks in and they're playing like, I like it like that. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, but um, that's it. Yeah, it wasn't that good. It was lackluster to what me. What were the other standouts in terms of commercials for you? So I did, well, your girl, Sarah Jessica Parker, did a Stella Artois well, you know, they've been kind of like rolling out. Hyping it up, yeah. Those, those commercials. Uh-huh. And the first thing I've seen, if you don't know, we are... Can I say we? More so you. I am. Yeah. I'll speak for myself. Please do. I am a Sex and the City fanatic. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite show. I watch the entire, like, full six seasons. Yeah. Twice a year. <laughs> um, I know most of the lines verbatim. Okay. Um, I know obscure facts. Mm-hmm. I have books on like all the fashions in mm-hmm. each episode. I, you know, that is my favorite show mm-hmm. of all time. Yeah, I tell y'all at my core, I am a white woman. Yeah, but well, you say I'm a white woman. <laughs> but we both are. I think okay. that's, that's what's unique about our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we are fabulous, rich, wealthy white women. Yes. yes. But I think that like. When I first saw the commercial, mm-hmm. it was kind of like the beginning of the uh, Sex and uh-huh. City, like, what's it called, where they played the credits in the beginning? Like the intro. The yeah. intro. Yeah. And the bus goes by uh-huh. and splashes the water. The music, the same music is it's playing. The same music. Yeah. So in this Stella Artois commercial, mm-hmm. she's basically Carrie. And I've seen a lot of the print ads. Okay. But she's like tipping over Cosmopolitans, uh-huh. Uh-huh. which are the quintessential signature. Sex and the City yeah. signature cocktail. Yeah. And she's trading in essentially her. Cosmopolitan for mm-hmm. a Stella Artois. Yeah. But I just don't think Carrie's that girl. She's not. She ain't drinking no beer. Like, Michael King has to be getting, like, a cut of this as the creator of Sex and the City. I'm sure he did. Yeah. Because how does she have the right... Like, well, Sarah Jessica... She's not Sarah Jessica Parker in these commercials. She's no, Carrie. she's Carrie Bradshaw. Yeah. And so, my understanding of the commercials... So, she's walking into this restaurant, and they're like, can we get you a Cosmopolitan? Like, a Cosmo. And she's like, no... Um, I'll have a Stella Artois and then the whole restaurant kind of like you know how like they have like that record scratch right. moment or like the tire screech like and so like the waiters are like knocking over shit and like tripping over themselves and like oh my god I can't believe she's ordering she's not ordering a Cosmopolitan right and so then it's like you have to something about changing it up or something like switching, that yeah. switching it up or whatever evolve yeah 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 and so, but this this um, Stella Artois campaign is in conjunction with, uh, is it Matt Damon? 
I don't know. And he does like this water kind of clean water yes, initiative. Yes, yes. Where like, yeah. each, like each drink, it's like a certain yeah, kind of water. Yeah, yeah. So I they did do see that. that. For the, for the it is Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the thing is, you know what? I can say this and we can move to the next commercial. Mm-hmm. But I think that like if Carrie were to switch and evolve, I think she'd go more like whiskey. I think she'd go like more... Com- because of who... If, if she's still married to Big, okay. I see her going that route. Well, we'll never know because third movie is not coming out damn you Kim Cattrall I think they should just kill her off mm-hmm. and have the begin the opening of the movie be her funeral I agree like Samantha you did bitch I agree you got like some uncurable we STD. need our girls back together yeah Ooh, not an uncurable STD well, I... no, knowing her yeah but I think that you know if Carrie were to ever drink a beer mm-hmm. it would be Stella Artois because Artois sounds fancy. It you does. drink it out of a chalice. Yeah, and, and they, they do that they, nice. They like, yes! You know, it's just extra. It's yes. like the extra is beer you can order. Yeah. So okay. Is, I, I can see it. I can see it. And then, like, the probably the most talked about commercial was the Bud Light commercial for um, Game of Thrones. Was Jason Momoa in it? He was not. Well, he, he did. That's true. He been dead <laughs> since, like, season one. <laughs> but... So they have this like Bud Light joust, and they have the Bud Knight, and he's coming through, and then they joust, and then you see the mountain. Do you watch Game of Thrones? Okay. Whew. How do I put it like this? Uh, don't kill me, people. Oh, God. But I, okay, I I got pretty far, right? Like how far? I saw like the first three, two and a half, or three seasons. Okay. So pretty into it. Yeah. But it was just like. It's so daunting to like take on all of that, mm-hmm. and I know it's coming out again in yeah, April, the final season. But I'm not a fan. I, okay, I I used to call it sci-fi, but someone it's informed not. me it's not sci-fi; mm-hmm. it's fantasy. It's fantasy, yeah. Well, I'm not really that able to connect to shows that are based in fantasy. Really, I like the real deal. I don't need I don't. escapism. I need to escape sometimes. Well, clearly you're reading. How's the White Princess going for? It's you? really good. Okay, escapism. Yeah. I gotta finish it before my library um runs out. Oh, you go down to the library? No, girl. You get you the Libby app. Who's Libby? It's Libby. It's like this app. You just connect your for the library Philadelphia card. Free library. Yeah, you just connect your library card, and then you can like get e electronic versions of the books. Oh, but then it goes away. But you only get them for 14 days, so I got to finish. But can't you just renew it? You can, Uh but only a certain amount of times. So, yeah. Okay. Frugal Franny. Library card. Why pay more when you can pay less, bitch? (laughs) Okay. Is that the library slogan? That's pay less slogan. Okay. They got BOGO at the library, too? They do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, I saw, like, the first season, I knew Ned Stark was going to die. I did not. It was so obvious. I did not. It was so much foreshadowing. Like, in the first, like, episode. Uh-huh. Let alone the first season. Wow. Okay. And, and, I mean, I saw it. But I people like, oh, if you think the foreshadowing is crazy, then wait, wait until, <laughs> yes. But it's just like, I was over it when there was this woman up in the sky mm-hmm. who was breastfeeding, like, grown children. He was, like, seven. Again, that's a grown child. Wow. It's, like, beyond toddler. I mean, and I just couldn't get into it with the dragons. I did like Khaleesi. Oh my god, the dragons are like the best part. It was just a little hard for me. And who I like the man. What's his name? Little Finger. That's the only one I liked. <laughs> but it was, every time I call him Little Finger, I would laugh. You laugh, yeah. I mean, it's a good like. It's very well written, but also so the book I'm reading, The White Princess, which is about the War of the Roses in England, which was like a British Civil War. 
between two families. Anyway, mm. so Game of Thrones is essentially based on this real life history. Okay. In England. Well, whoever does their wigs needs yeah. to like call somebody else because yeah. the wigs are raggedy. Y'all need to call Touch by Tokyo and he I will hook it. y'all you all the way up. Touch by Tokyo yeah. will be a, a sponsor of the podcast. Right. <laughs> but. The wigs is, is, is ratchet. Yeah. But anyway. So anyway, this Bud Light commercial. I don't know how we got all the way off topic. So the Bud Light commercial is like this joust. They have this Bud Knight. He comes in. He loses to the mountain. There's this whole like crushing of the skull scene, okay. which happened in Game of Thrones. And then these dragons come. And so that's like the end of the, the thing. But it's it was like a Bud Light sponsored ad for Game of Thrones, which premieres April 14th. Cute. Yes. Okay. That was it. That was probably the best one. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, that was it for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I think. Wait. What did you see the cheerleaders? Oh yes, 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 yes. yes. Okay. So I only saw the cheerleaders for the Rams because I was going like to the room where like the main floor of the party was like. Ooh. What? What kind of party was this? A Super Bowl party. Okay. Yeah. It's just levels, but like uh, the, the the football people were like uh-huh. in the basement. Watching the game, mm-hmm. the people who could not care less. And you know, oh, can I just have a caveat? I hate people say I could care less. That's not. That's not the phrase. No. When people are like oh, I could care less, I'm like, then why don't you? That means you. Yeah. You care. You still care. You still care. Yeah. I couldn't care less. The people who couldn't care less mm-hmm. about the Super Bowl were upstairs. Okay. On like the main eating. floor, eating and chat, chat and chit chat okay. and kikiing yeah. and being loud. Mm-hmm. But I would go down and check yeah. periodically. I did peep the cheerleaders mm-hmm. and one is like a light-skinned boy who was like the face is beat for the gods he got too much makeup and then he wears like colored contacts well you know i don't have a problem with the makeup it's the contacts and it's not about contacts has nothing to do with the gayness i just don't like when black people wear color contacts exactly because i'd be like why are your eyeballs so pixelated yeah and they be the badge and you can tell like it never it's never like completely lined up right. like he got those from chinatown right like i don't know i just can't trust black folks to wear yeah black and they like purple lavender yeah <laughs> honey girl uh, uh a steel yeah like crazy like, eye colors that color don't even occur in nature thank you like this is but you know anyway but he was he i I was like, he's cute. He was. I thought he was a really cute mm. guy. But it was you just, would like him. I would. Yeah. But it would just like take the contacts off yeah. and like, let's just go a little bit lighter on the contour mm-hmm. next time. And the other yeah. guy, he was like a more like a little skinnier, like yeah. darker skinned black guy. But they gave you different vibes. I was not here for either of those vibes because they had too much fabric in their costumes and their. Is it costumes? What do you call it? Uniforms. Uniforms. Okay. You saw them cheering next to the girls. And the girls had like, it was cut like right up under the boobs. Yes, under the boobage was Yeah, they had like short sleeves. They had like rhinestones and shit. And then you got, uh, what's the name? Quentin and Napoleon, Mm -hmm. you know, right next to them. And they was like baggy, like loose fitting. And I'm just like. Well, well, the one guy was really, really skinny. So I think. They're both like emaciated. Well, no, the, the. the beat down one was a little more muscular. Was he? I mean, they're both skin Tito. Yeah. You know, I, I want like a nice. I want like a. John. Yeah. And I think, because like last week we were talking about it, I think that 
usually they're like really muscular, right? Because they got to lift up the girls. Gotta, but again, yeah. these are these are more these are, dancers. These are dancers, mm. exactly. They're not yeah. actually doing stunts. Yeah, we want stunts in the NFL. We want stunts and shows. Yeah, stunts and shows. Yeah, bitch. but they were not. To me, I mean, I they probably were really popular after the game. Stop. But for me, well, they were know, not. It was in Atlanta. Yeah. In after parties and yeah, stuff. Yeah, for me, they were but not. But honey, that's enough football talk. I can't take much anymore. Yes, thanks. Well, okay. We can, let's move into a rather serious topic. Okay. I don't even okay. want to call it a category because I don't want to trivialize it. Right. I'm sure by now all of you have heard about something that happened early last week. It was after we had recorded our podcast for last week. it was. And I'm at work and I'm scrolling through the social media Mm -hmm. and I see that actor, singer, activist, Jesse Smollett. Jesse. Was attacked Mm -hmm. in Chicago. Mm -hmm. Early, in the early morning hours, uh, allegedly by two men with mm-hmm. ski masks who uh, were yelling racial and homophobic, homophobic yeah. slurs uh-huh. at him and who attacked him and then who poured a unknown chemical substance on mm-hmm. him believed to be bleach Clorox, yeah. and put a noose around his neck mm-hmm. and I think it was a Tuesday I was at work and I was just kind of like shocked Mm -hmm. and hurt Mm -hmm. and felt vulnerable and I called all my gay black friends you know and text them and it was just like wow like this is the stuff that you hear of like Emmett Till happening in a major city Mm -hmm. in 2019 and for me it was very upsetting because I used to watch Empire, I no longer do. But it's not good anymore. Right. But I always adored um his sister. Journey? Yeah. Underground was like my show. They need to bring that back. Really? With Aldous Hodge? Yes. Well, you know, I'm over the whole slave narratives. But it was a good slave narrative because they kept it like very relevant to like today's times they had like today's music right they had like your john legend they had like yeah john legend had kendrick lamar they would play beyonce Uh music and it was just like the narrative gave you more insight into like the slave mentality Mm -hmm. but then also and then the 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 lady who is on she's on how to get get away with murder now i forget her name but she's amazing viola davis no um I don't know, but she's good on that. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think that like, when Empire first started, people mm-hmm. would always say I look like Jesse. No. Like, okay. <laughs> I'm light skin. He's light skin, and that's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. But um, I've always felt like he was a sweet. I don't know him obviously, but I always felt like he. You could feel people's energies mm-hmm. and auras, and I just felt like he was a sweet person. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, this could have been any of my friends, and it was just really hurtful mm-hmm. and sad and I think that like all Tuesday at work I was just kind of down yeah and it's like some of those things like and it kind of shows you what it's like to be a person of color uh-huh. in this country and, and then, dealing with mm-hmm. those kinds of things like even when there's like those you know the shootings of mm-hmm. black men are killing yeah. by police mm-hmm. I always get really really sad yeah because it's, it's it's a reminder and a realization that some people really just have a problem with your existence yeah and then to compound that 
with being both black and, and gay, gay. Yeah. I think really hit close to home and I was just kind of in my moment and feelings. Okay. But you know, I think that, you know, I'll put just a little something on our Twitter that we were thinking of him mm-hmm. in that I feel like you attacked me. Yeah. Okay. Or my brother. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's like this it's feeling that like we can't allow this to happen. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But I mean what do you what do you think? Well I had a lot of feelings about this. Okay. And I had a lot of thoughts about this. And I do think that what happens to black men in this country is horrible. What happens to gay men in this country is horrible. What happens to anyone who is at the intersection of, you know, these two communities in this country has always been horrible. For me, I had a lot of questions. And this is not, I'm not trying to like take away from what allegedly happened from to him, but at the end of the day, so I think I told you guys before that my mom is a police officer. Right. And so with her being a police, police officer, that kind of instilled like some things in, in me, like this inquisitive kind of nature and this investigative nature sure. in me. And so when the story started coming out to me, it did not make sense right. at all. So this happened in Chicago. Okay. In the Streeterville neighborhood of Chicago, which is, if you've never been to Chicago, this is a nice ass neighborhood. Okay. This is right by Navy Pier. It's right by the Magnificent Mile. It is in a very upscale neighborhood. And so. Why are you looking at me? I'm like not looking that? at you. Oh, okay, okay. So I did. Well, I am, but I'll you just finish are. your piece. Yeah, okay. So I did, when I was in undergrad, I did a, a summer program at uh, one of the universities there. And so we lived in that area. That is a nice area. Like, there's museums there, there's Navy Pier, there's like mm-hmm. upscale shopping, Water Tower Place, like the John Hancock Center. Like, it's really nice. And so when he said that he went to Subway, the sandwich shop, the sandwich shop to get a sandwich at 2 a.m. in the morning, girl. And, and, and then this is when the whole polar vortex was happening. Yes. It is sub zero temperatures. So you going to tell me you got out. You went out of your house at 2 a.m. in the morning. To go to Subway, of all places, right. of all the restaurants in this area, because this is a nice area. Mm-hmm. You left your apartment to go to Subway at 2 a.m.? I mean, Uber Eats is real. Grubhub. Caviar. Y'all don't got tri- try caviar? <laughs> Postmates? I mean, it's a plenty of options to get you the sandwich. Like You needed that cold cut combo that bad. Really? Okay. All right. I, and know, then... Go ahead. <laughs> and then... So so first it said 2 a.m. And then it was like... Maybe he left at 12 a.m. But, but then... 
So we're trying to find all this footage, these footages. <laughs> footages is a word. Footages. And then you were allegedly on the phone with your manager at the time. And then you, after the attack, you don't call the police. You go back to your apartment with your subway sandwiches and this noose around your neck and you call your manager again or you talk to your manager and then like 45 minutes later then you call the police you know Maurice this, <sighs> this, this is my thing I'll, I'll, I'll say my piece because uh-huh. you know what I think that my problem with a lot of it is, is that there has been a lot of pushback I think in terms of what's been reported there's mm-hmm. been a lot of suspicion and you know how the, the gays are let alone right. the black gays mm-hmm. fickle and we love a rumor honey yes. and we love to spin shit the tea yes. and we love tea mm-hmm. and we love to spill tea yeah. we love to spill inaccurate tea and fake tea but to me this goes to the more serious point that oftentimes black people are not believed Mm-mm. no 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 no. let Mm-mm. me finish our experiences when mm-hmm. we talk to them sometimes to our white counterparts right. people don't believe us but also sometimes when we talk to our own community, yeah. we are not believed. There's always this suspicion or this second no. guessing. And uh, you know what, Maurice? Mm-hmm. We live in a crazy ass world. We do. I mean, that orange person is president. He is. Crazy, Allegedly. Crazier things uh-huh. can happen. Like, and, and don't get me wrong. I choose to believe the victim, right? And this is my I, thing because mm, I'm going to give him the benefit I'm of the not, doubt. Mm, but, I I, I, but let me finish okay. this because there's one thing that kind of... I sat with Mm -hmm. when I did more reading behind the story was that he had allegedly gotten um, some mail. Yeah. And it was this drawn cartoon Mm -hmm. with like the crazy, creepy magazine letters cut Mm -hmm. out Mm -hmm. saying that they were going to attack him. He saw the bodyguard. Yes. It was very the bodyguard. Mm -hmm. And, but to my thing in this day and age, I would take that seriously, but I'm not a celebrity. Okay. I'm not in that realm. Right. Um, I understand that there's lots of celebrities who receive death threats every day on a routine basis. And they, so when you're desensitized to that, you might not take it as seriously. So again, I don't know. But But I feel like if that were me, mm -hmm. I would be secure. Security would be all the way up. Or at the very least, I would not be walking around alone at night. At night. In sub-zero temperatures to go get a Subway sandwich. First off, what self-respecting gay is eating all them carbs? Stop! That late at night. Well... I mean, really. And so if you had gotten that letter like a week ago, do you think it's okay to be walking around by yourself at night? No. And, I mean, and then for, for me, the news thing, uh-huh. that is so egregious and heinous uh-huh. and disgusting uh-huh. and clearly a an attempt at a public lynching. Right. I would not be able to keep that on. I, if they put, well, also to me, what, what freaked me out more than mm-hmm. the news thing, because the news has a lot of historical trauma right. embedded in it. Because right. I can't even look at pictures of people lynching, like being lynched. Like, you know, the historical yeah. pictures that they show, mm-hmm. like in textbooks. Yeah. I can't look at That's them because I get very upset. Mm-hmm. But I have this irrational fear. I think I watched, I must have watched some Snap documentary Probably. or something on the ID channel mm-hmm. where like a woman got like acid thrown in her face. And I have this, ir- this irrational fear of just like yeah. walking down Walnut Street, minding mm-hmm. my own business, mm-hmm. and someone just throwing acid in my face. Yeah. So as soon as I would have felt chemicals uh-huh. poured on me, I would have like freaked thinking it was acid. Right. But, but. I think that um, like if I had a noose put on me, uh-huh. my, my guttural reaction yeah. would be to get it off. off. You're not going to be wearing it three hours later when the cops show up. 
But again, you're not going to be sitting with your Subway sandwich. My question to you, when, Maurice, uh-huh. is, and, and don't get me wrong, uh-huh. given the nature of my profession, right. my job essentially is to poke holes in stories right. or to find the weakness mm-hmm. in the opposition's story mm-hmm. to strengthen my Your argument own. and my yeah. case. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I can I can look at this with my lawyer hat on. Yeah. I can look at this with my gay black man hat on. Mm-hmm. And that is the... The struggle that I I'm having internally because I can I could do what you're doing way better than what you're doing mm-hmm. right I could do it you I got could degrees totally, bitch. Well, I could I could, <laughs> I could totally like tear apart his argument yeah, yeah, yeah. but I choose to believe him I just, and, and because he and this is why uh-huh. because he's owed that uh-huh. and to me I think that he's a bright man he's smart and I think he's honest because his spirit his spirit gives me that on like okay. a metaphysical spiritual level but not but... only that. If he, if this were to be fabricated, yeah. I think that he would know that this would be career suicide. Done. Canceled. And this is the thing. And, and he has more no. to lose. Yes. By fabricating this. Yes. Than he ever has to, to gain. gain. And so this is my thing. Because I do want to believe him. Like, I, like to my core, I want to believe him. I want to believe that this happened to him. But I don't, looking at the facts, objectively, I don't don't i just have questions Mm -hmm. and i and the questions are not being answered and so when you don't give up your phone to prove that you were even on the you know you were having a phone conversation with your quote-unquote manager when this happened that's a red flag to me when there's gaps in the surveillance footage that's a yeah that's a red flag to me because when you're a police officer the first thing you want to do because i watch a lot of law and order too well, law and order is very uh, <laughs> but but what you want to do, you want to establish that timeline. And first it was you left at 2 a.m. Then it was like, oh, you left at 12 a.m. Oh, you were on the phone with your manager. Oh, no, you weren't on the phone with your manager. Oh, you didn't call the police. Oh, you did. You know, you waited until you got all the way back home to call the police. But you were on the phone with your manager. He didn't call the police. He allegedly heard this happened to you. And so, to me, I just have a lot of questions that I would like answered before I make a judgment on right. it. And I do think that, you know, he kind of owes the people that. And when the facts come anybody out, anything. but when the facts come out, I just, I really hope that they're in his favor. We will see. Yeah. But I'm t- I, I choose to believe him. I, I choose to support him. Because what I think happened is he was either... But he better not make people eat crow. Right. I think it was either a hookup gone bad or a drug deal gone bad. Well, I mean, I don't want to get into the rumors of what I've heard because I've been hanging out with oh, a lot. Oh, you should. No. Yes. I've been... My weekend was spent around a lot of black gays. Uh-huh. And to be honest, Maurice... There are other people who share your your sentiments, mm-hmm. and that's the frustrating part for me within our own community. It's like we have no, to support it, ourselves. Not. The thing is, you want to support them, but you don't want to look stupid. I'm not. Right. And these celebrities who are like going and throwing their support behind this, we don't which, have all the facts. Which can we talk about in a second? But yeah. like, I'm gonna get to just remember that we have to circle okay. back to that. But but I think that like I've talked, I've had private conversation with lots of gay black men mm-hmm. who are just as skeptical as you are mm-hmm. who question certain things and you know and some of them are you know tangentially intertwined right. with this okay 
being a gay black man in America, it's kind of like we all know each other. Yeah. Because, like, I'll be friends with, like, random people. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, your, your Insta boys on Instagram. You got a lot of those. <laughs> Stop. You do. But, you know, it's like, I don't know this person. I just like to look at the little pictures uh-huh. and, and like them and think they're cute or whatever. Yeah. But, like, you'll see, like, oh, they know, like, or they're friends with ten to same people, or some mm-hmm. people actually know them, or I'll yeah. see people I actually know pictured with them. Yeah, so like yeah. they're real life friends. Yeah. But the the gay black community in America is small. It's small. We're a family. We all know we each all, other. Yeah. So I'm saying like, so don't take it the wrong way when like I've t- I've say I've had discussions with people who actually know mm-hmm. or have met or are one of those circles. Yes. So when I went to Mar- to the Mariah Carey um, Christmas concert in New York, Jesse Small Jesse Smaller was sitting like right behind me, mm-hmm. like. A row behind me. Right. Yeah. So it's just like, we all kind of run yeah. in the same circles. We yeah. know each other. But it's just like, people, I don't want to get into the rumors, because I don't want to try to perpetuate that misinformation. I, is that what you're saying I'm doing? I like to discuss facts here on Category Is. Stop the track. Let me state facts. Like Beyonce says, what I said was the facts. Okay. Right? Okay, right. Right, right. But I don't want to get into rumor, the rumor mill. Okay. But that's so much more interesting, though. I know. It is tea. Okay. But... Okay. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll lightly touch. But, I mean, we've okay. heard everything from, like, like what you said, a hookup, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, being with somebody's boyfriend, right. or even, like, you know, a, a potential that he's in a re- I think he's in a relationship with someone, but we don't know who. I've heard allegedly, it, like, yeah. Allegedly, the person's, mm-hmm. like, closeted mm-hmm. and, um, is in the music industry, but it's like oh. straight, but well, no. Again, I don't. Again, I, I don't like. I don't like talking rumors okay. on the air uh, <laughs> <laughs> because. But okay, so then let's talk about something else. So with this, <clears throat> did I noticed it? I'm pretty sure you noticed it that yeah. there was a lack of. So like, the black community was calling it one thing. The gay community was calling it something else. Well, the and there was no intersectionality. There's no intersectionality with this issue, right? And can can I just leave with the gay community because yes. that's who I want to kind of like. I want to dig in the gay community's yes. ass first, mm-hmm. pun Ooh. intended. Okay, because I think that like that day mm-hmm. there was a clear disconnect within my social media. Mm-hmm. The black community, gay, straight, or otherwise, mm-hmm. all had a response, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure. And this is no slight to Jesse. But right. I'm not sure if it's just due to the level of his celebrity. I mean, it's he's like a C level. I'm, yeah, he's not like a list celebrity, right. but he's definitely a celebrity. Okay, like he's he's known. He's rec- like he's a celebrity. Mm. I'm not going to do that to him. Okay. But like maybe a lot of the white gays are not checking for him. Like Empire is a black ass show. It is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that day, it was so noticeable to me the clear divide mm-hmm. in terms of our lived experience. Right. specifically within the gay community mm-hmm. because I have I mean I don't have I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say I have a whole bunch of white gay friends because I don't mm-hmm. but I have, I have a handful okay. and I only spoke in detail with one about it mm-hmm. via text message okay. but I was like you know what let me go to social media mm-hmm. and see what like white gay celebrities have to say right Crickets. and this was 24 hours uh-huh. after it became public knowledge right and it was crickets. And I'm going to name names. And okay, I'm going to say what go I saw. It. Mm-hmm. Because it was upsetting to me. Because these are people who work in that in the entertainment industry. Right. I.e. television. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hollywood. Movies. Yeah. Music. Because mm-hmm. Jesse, has, he's, a, he's a musician. He's uh-huh. an actor. He's uh-huh. well within the entertainment realm. Yeah. And I felt like our white or our non-black brothers 
and homosexuality mm-hmm. did not have our back at all and that was extremely frustrating for mm-hmm. me because I feel like we always the black community always shows up mm-hmm. when it's a gay issue yeah. but when it is a black gay issue we don't have that support right and there were certain people who are highly known and influential mm-hmm. who had were crickets, nothing had no say. post, mm-hmm. had no story, had no tweet, had mm-hmm. nothing. And I have time markers because it was exactly 12 hours the following Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Anderson Cooper had nothing to say. Well, Andy Cohen had nothing to say. She was still coked out. So Matthew Bomber had nothing to say. Matt Bomer had nothing to say? Nope. I'm going to get back to my ones who has Ryan Murphy, who made a, a whole bunch of money off She's of a black gay me. show yeah, pose, you know had nothing Ryan. to say. Mm-hmm. Rachel Maddow, I'm coming for the lesbians too. <laughs> nothing to say. Ellen, get a no, story. Mm-mm. Get a story, not a tweet. Not a tweet. Not only a week and later, a you had an, a, 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 a homophobic apologist on your show. Well, oh, let's not get back into Kevin Hart, Miss Ellen. Well, so you're not getting They off came the for her, so that's why she ain't posted. Miss Neil Patrick Harris, nothing to uh, say. Cancel. Elton John, nothing to cancel. say. She pretty. She Ricky Martin, I know you Latin, but we including you with them. Well, nothing. I mean, to he got say. that new baby. Maybe he like breastfeeding. Adam Lambert, and I know, but you know, and I'm not calling out Adam Lambert because I know Adam Lambert through certain circles tangentially. Again, I don't know him, but I know people who know him. Okay. And Adam is very down for the black gays, and he has lots of black gay friends. It's not. So I feel like maybe he has just, he had them at his house. He has. Oh, but he had nothing posted. Uh huh. Brian Sims. Her. You know, I don't feature her at ooh, all. Ooh, ooh, and okay, we used to well, ride the 17 bus well, from I'm just South saying, And I know he's a politician in Pennsylvania. He's representing the Center City District. But, but mm, nothing to say. No. Especially, and let me get to that more personally, because if you don't know, we're a Philadelphia podcast. We we're based out of Philly, mm-hmm. city of brotherly love. But this was... And sisterly this, affection. Sisterly affection. Mm-hmm. But this was a timely issue because yeah. over the weekend, in our own city, the mm-hmm. city I love, yes, there was... Um, an attack That's similar, yeah. Outside of a gay establishment on the, Walnut Street. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. I'm not going to We're not gonna say the name. Okay. But if you are from in of Philly, you know you what's know up. You know what it is. And there was a a man, a homosexual man, who was attacked by four women, four men and a and woman. And a woman, yeah. And someone who worked at this establishment came out mm-hmm. and said he witnessed it, he broke it up, mm-hmm. and he basically lied to the authorities and mm-hmm. said that it was a gay bashing. They were mm-hmm. calling him the F word mm-hmm. and that he was targeted because he was gay, which makes it a federal hate crime. Yeah. And it, it, it escalates yeah. the nature of the crime mm-hmm. from an aggravated assault to something much more serious yeah. because of the motivation for yeah. doing that crime mm-hmm. as a deterrence to prevent other people from doing similar crimes. And then within a week, he lied. Mm-hmm. And that was also my my nervousness with the whole Jussie thing. Yeah. And for Brian Sims, and this is not, but for something to have within a few days happen in our city, and you say nothing, Nothing. no recognition with respect to the Jussie thing, I can't help but personally feel like it's because you don't recognize our pain. Sean T. Well. Said nothing. And you a black gay, Sean T. Shanti is like tilt, tuck, and titan, bitch. What? He ain't trying to hear that. He's doing insanity. He got them two kids. He only likes the one, but whatever. Stop. Colton Hayes said nothing. Nothing. Um, well, she got person? that messy divorce. So. Oh, yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
Jim Parsons. Who is that? He's from Big Bang. Oh, from Big Bang. Said nothing. nothing. My favorite, Wentworth Miller. Nothing. Don't know her. Oh, Cheyenne fun. Jackson. Oh, Wentworth Miller was the, the guy oh, love no, no, interest no. in Mariah Carey's We Belong Together video. Yes. That's how you know him. And he was in like Prison Break. Yes. Yeah. Cheyenne Jackson said nothing. Well, he posted booty pics on mm. Instagram, so he busy. Nate Burkis said nothing. Well. Sam Smith said nothing. He's British. Jesse Tyler Ferguson said nothing. I do not like his bow ties. They are way too expensive. <laughs> but you know, I am going to. This is not me coming down on our white brother, on our white gay brothers. No, but I do want to give recognition though. to the ones who came. Who through. did? And they were Sean Hayes had something oh, yeah. to say. Yes. That is um, Will and Grace. Will and Grace. Mm-hmm. He plays just Jack. Jack. Just Jack. Just Jack. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, he he showed some support. Who else showed support was Todrick Hall, which I was a little bit surprised by. Because you, you know Todrick Hall gives me token black gay. Did you see his documentary? I did. Ooh. Well, I like his beat, the Beyonce came. Okay. That was super cute. All right. Um, who also gave some some recognition or some acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. This this happened. Lance Bass. You know, Insync was always my favorite. Mm-hmm. Backstreet's back. No, Insync oh, was in- way better. Insync <laughs> okay. was way better. Don't even try. My it. bad. Zachary Quinto. Well. That's uh, Bay Siler from Heroes. Yes, yes girl. And my personal fave, uh, Jonathan Van Ness. My uh, personal fave, my personal low key crush day. From the mediocre. From the me- it is mediocre. Yes. The, the uh, queer, queer eye. eye. For, That's it. It's just no, called queer just eye. Clear. It's not for the straight yeah. guy anymore. Mm-hmm. No. But he he runs the show. He is the show. I just want to know what happened with his breakup. Honestly, cause oh, I do too. Cause mm, he trying to be a figure skater and shit now. <laughs> I just want to see that double axle. He mm-hmm. had Michelle Kwan on there though. Or was that Christy Yamaguchi? I always, ooh, that's horrible. I shouldn't say that. Uh, but, but he need to get Tanya Harding up in there. Oksana uh, you. Uh, <laughs> how about that? Okay. Oh, but I do love Jonathan no, he needs, um, I think he's cute and I do love Syria Bonali. From Franz. When she did the backflips. Yes, yes. We are so gay. We are. (laughs) (laughs) But I do love him, and I low-key want to take him on a date. Okay, I I can see that. I think he's adorable. He's single. He on the rebound, girl. Yes. You might need to slide into the DM. Hey, he's cute. Because you know what? No, Okay. But also, a lot of the gays don't like, Mm -hmm. I feel like, won't feature him. Mm -hmm. Because he comes off femme. Right? But I love it. To me, what's so sexy about him Mm -hmm. is like... He don't give a fuck. He's so comfortable with himself. To me, that's that is true. the most and that's attractive confidence, thing. Confidence. confidence is so sexy. And people underestimate that so much. But you could be the... You could look like a I mess. Love it. He, he is feeling himself. Yes. And he knows he's everything. And I'm like, yeah. you believe it? I believe it. Yes, yes, you are everything. Own it. Walk in your truth and be yourself. And confidence is a sexy-ass trait. It is the number Trust one. Trust and believe. It is the number one. Yes. And, you know, so that's all I have to say with the white gays. And this is a lesson on many people about intersectionality, Mm -hmm. which is a legal term of art, you know, founded by legal scholar Kimberly Crenshaw. It's Kimberly, K-M-B-E-R-L-E-E, Kimberly Crenshaw. They got creative. Well, she's a legal scholar. She's still got a creative name. That's fine. Mm -hmm. However... This is a lesson in intersectionality. Right. Where someone sits at the intersection of two Mm -hmm. um, unrepresented or marginalized groups. Mm -hmm. So that being a person, a black person and a gay person. A gay person. Right. Right. So here we have our white gay brothers who just sit at 
who are just on one road mm-hmm. of the gayness. Gay. Yeah. And they feel like they can't really identify with what Jesse went through because what he went through was because, not because he was gay. It was because he was both black and gay. And gay. Equally placed. Mm-hmm. But our black community can, again, only view the one, the one. Right. Factor. Uh-huh. And a lot of black people in the black community I found are not acknowledging that this was the act of him being both black and gay. They're and viewing it solely as, as a, a black, racial yeah. black issue. Mm-hmm. They're saying he was attacked by allegedly MAGA people. It's mm-hmm. because he's black. Well, if that was the case, how come they called him the F word? You know, like he, people and, and, and the frustration of mine is, is that. Mm. Our community, the black community, is refusing to recognize or acknowledge that gayness is inherent within it and is a part of it. You know? Yeah. So it's 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 this it's this erasure of homosexuality and gayness within uh-huh. our black community. And that and when you do that, it has harmful effects because it does not acknowledge that although we share racial similarities, yeah. that there are unique things that our gay brothers and sisters have to contend with on a daily basis that affect us differently. Right. That is all. And yeah, because like you said, like people were just, the black people were just saying this is a racist attack. And they weren't acknowledging, you know, that, hey, this is also due to his sexuality as well. But then, you know, we don't want to talk about that. We don't want to acknowledge that. We would rather, for the majority of black people, they would rather get more upset about it being a race issue than having to admit that it was a gay issue as well. But how much of that is human nature? Because you want to be able to identify with it, right? There's black gay people too. Right, but a lot of straight black people can't identify with, they don't understand his walk through life. They don't. And they don't want to, because they don't understand it, because at the end of the day, people are self-absorbed. Right. And people relate to the world through their own experience. Through their own lens, yes. And through their own lens. And that's mm-hmm. no fault of their own. But a lot of people are very limited in the aspect that they refuse or are unwilling mm-hmm. to even attempt to try to understand. Because they will never understand. They will. Unless you walk that But they walk. don't want to. But they don't even want to have a glimpse. Yeah. Of what it may be like. Right. They don't even want to acknowledge it mm-hmm. as a reality. Mm-hmm. So when you do that, you essentially erase the legitimacy and the validity of those people's experiences. Again, I will never know what it is like mm-hmm. to be a woman. Mm-hmm. But I try to be sensitive and empathetic okay. for what women go through. I will never understand it. But I don't erase. I don't erase their experience by failing to acknowledge it. And that is the difference. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's just acknowledging that their experience is real Uh has so much power. It does. Despite the fact that you cannot connect with it. Yeah. But then we got that from both sides though because black men weren't connecting with it and black women weren't connecting with it either. Right. And it's just like... Oh, that's that gay nigga from Empire. Right. It wasn't... And, then, and then white gays weren't connected with it because they were just like, oh, that's not black. Like, so you yes, get it. Yes, yeah. You get it from both uh-huh. ends. And yeah. you're like, where is my home? Yeah. And that's kind of where we are because, you know, I, at the end of the day, I do feel kind of bad for questioning the circumstances. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, uh, well, I should be like all in for him, but 
Right. You know, I just, for me, I just can't right. be. And, and, and not to get too personal here, but I'm going to open up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Nothing, but it just, these kind of circumstances or experiences mm-hmm. are what breeds distrust. Right. And not for nothing, but I also understand human nature and the ego and the need for people to feel mm-hmm. that they are above are more important right. or more valued yeah. or that their life inherently means more than others. Right. That need, and it is a need for many people, mm-hmm. is a social, it's a need based in social construct, but people feed off that need. They do. It, it takes a lot of work to realize that that need is unnecessary. Yeah. Because each person, no matter what your race, your, your, your genitalia, your gender mm-hmm. identity, your ability or disability, we all, are the same and our inherent value of our lives is the same i don't care if you're old young whatever but it's just some people don't they need to feel like they're better and is that what you're saying he's doing no that's something others are doing but when you see the place of intersectionality you're doubled down for being less valued or less valuable so what i'm saying is is that people need to let that go you know, and at the end of the day, and when I when I go back to my original statement mm-hmm. of saying that that breeds distrust, I straight up I don't feel like white gay men have my back when the going gets tough, and straight up I don't feel like the black community at large has my back right. when the going gets tough because mm-hmm. it's been exhibited here in this place. So at the end of the day, all I have are people who share my very limited experience. Right. When I feel like I should have people who share my human experience. Because at the end of the day, that's what we all are. And that's so, what I'm saying. Right. So when you look at your ego, super ego, and your id, in Jesse's okay. in Jesse's experience, is I, I mean, yeah, he probably is feeling really isolated right now. And I do think that I want to believe it, like I said. So if he's not telling the entire truth, then that's going to be horrible for both communities. Absolutely. And I do think that he may... It'll be devastating to our specific little community. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like... I just really hope he's telling like the entire truth. But just the fact that he wouldn't give up his cell phone kind of right. colors that negatively. Wow. Well, I don't know. We'll, well see. speaking of black and gay... Ooh. <laughs> Do you want to go into our new announcements? Yes. Okay. So the other day, none other than Corey Anthony Booker announced his bid for the 2020 presidential race. I don't see it for Corey. His announcement was cute because he had like... His the, announcement was everything. It was cute. He had like the drummer and like the band and it was just like... It was inspiring in the sense that he was just, you know, telling his story about how how he grew up and like what he did for Newark and things like that. But I just don't see your gory really? for a number of reasons. Like, I feel like in the past few years, ever since he was in consideration for being um, Hillary's running mate, like I said, he has been like on this campaign of trying to legitimize himself as a 
homo as a heterosexual. Oh gosh, <laughs> I almost said homo. My bad. But he was dating that like Instagram poet who was like half his age, and then was now he rumored to be dating Gail King at one point. No, in time? they're just good good girlfriends. Oh, and then he was now recently he's rumored to be dating, seeing whatever. It was someone who was like more age appropriate for him, a black was, woman. I thought he was rumored but then to be dating Rosario, Rosario Dawson. Dawson. Yeah, so now that's the new woman that they're putting him on. And it's just like, girl, you are like trying too much. Do you think they do like rent Mimi role play? Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. But I mean, I just feel like, I feel like if Corey was just like, bam, yes, girl, I'm coming out. This is who I am. And this is what I want to be. Then I feel like he would be more with Diana Ross for his announcement. Yeah, like he should have played that as his song. Yeah, I mean he could have got the marching band to play that, but I feel like (laughs) if he did that, these are all rumors. That would be more authentic because I mean Corey. You know what? This is what I'm gonna say about Corey. Mm -hmm. I like that Corey is a politician who lives in a low income area. He stays close to his community, Brick City. Yes, Newark. He Mm -hmm. is committed to that. I like that Corey is, he feels familiar. Like, you know him. Yeah. And I like that Corey, you know, he seems, I I feel like I trust him. I don't. I also am a New Jerseyan. You are. And Corey's Jersey, baby. Mm, But he's North Jersey, you sell. True, but Mm. he's still Jersey. But, you know, we'll still have that. I mean, but I mean, I don't, personally, I don't see it for him either. Also, I mean, honestly, at this point in time, I feel more aligned with Kamal. Kamala. Damn it. Kam- I'm going to have such a hard time are... saying President Kam. Just say President Harris. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and President Harris sounds better than President Booker. Yeah. I mean, I, I but personally, from what I, but I've been, I've studied and followed the career of Kamala Harris mm-hmm. for a long time, so I'm a little bit more still on her train. Mm-hmm. Um, I also very much a feminist and I believe Corey's a feminist as well I mean he's that much <laughs> but I'm very much we'll see I, I do think that Corey's ad I think his rollout was a lot more it was clean cute it was than, cute than Kamala's yes um, the video was a really well edited well done I mm-hmm. also peeped um, that he his, his his commercial was a lot more black than Kamala's was like very check our Asian check our South yeah. Asian check our East like, mm-hmm. well, hers was very if, Felt mm-hmm. quote quota quota. Yeah, she was trying to fill the quota. She was filling the quota. Yeah. Everyone was clearly represented. Yeah. Corey's commercial felt black. black. But yeah. when you I watched it a third mm-hmm. and fourth time, oh, okay. everyone there was other people in there. There was? There was. I only watched it once. I even peeped the gay flag on a little light pole. I know I been peeped that because <laughs> I was like, okay, girl. Uh, okay, girl. Yes. <laughs> we into represent. But I think that we will see. Well, well uh, okay. I do think he fucked up in the sense that you just split the black vote. Right. That's also my concern. Like, now, who is Oprah going to endorse? She can't endorse someone until one of you drops out. Well, honestly, Oprah is so damn near presidential herself. Yeah. Because people have been saying, well, who's Obama going to endorse? But historically, yeah. the pr- prior presidents don't mm-hmm. endorse someone until, until after the very the end. Yeah. Right. So after the party mm-hmm. has selected the actual candidate, mm-hmm. then they will by default de- endorse Essentially, them. yeah. So we don't have to worry about who Obama's going to divorce. No. no. I keep saying divorce. divorce. <laughs> he better not divorce Michelle. I will be upset with him. Okay. 
and Michelle ain't gonna be able to pull um Mackenzie. Who? Oh, Mackenzie <laughs> um, Bezos. Amazon girl. <laughs> but I think that um, you know, Oprah will endorse similarly to Obama because yeah. and this is not a slight to Obama but Oprah's on that level basically because Oprah could decide she want to announce two days before the the, the vote mm-hmm. the, like November of yeah. 2019 yeah. and, and uh, she will win yeah like Oprah basically. don't even need to spend money on campaigns mm-hmm. she, she ain't stomping at, no she don't need to stump she don't need no no Nothing. no door to door knocks Mm-mm. Oprah could just be like I'm running for president and you get a president you, you get, get a president, president and you, you get, get a president, president. boom she's president like, yeah that's the level she she knows she could be president mm-hmm. so she's not she doesn't she doesn't have to endorse someone right. she'll do exactly what Obama does mm-hmm. but there's also been someone who's announced that they're also going to run for president. Ooh. You know me. I love my self-help oh, books. Mm-hmm. I love my spiritual guidance. Yeah, girl. I love my my therapy for the soul. Mm-hmm. I love my Eckhart Tolle and, um, you know, others. Bye. I'm blanking on the names because mm-hmm. I'm done this bottle. <laughs> but uh, one of my favorites, and she's an amazing woman. I feel a spiritual connection no, with her. Mm-hmm. It's Marianne Williamson. Girl, bye. And a lot of you may not know who Marianne Williamson is, but she read one of the most important, she wrote one of the most important books in my life, which is called A Return to Love. And I try to reread that book. Like, A Return to Love and Sex in the City are basically on the same level. Like, they kind of get me connected with who I am spiritually inside. Okay. So every year I try to reread A Return to Love, and every year I rewatch Sex in the City twice. Maybe. A sex and city is a little bit more important. Yeah. <laughs> but a return to love is basically an abbreviation and an abridged version of A Course in Miracles. And um, I encourage all our listeners to just Google, read, get the book. It'll change your Give life. Give me the synopsis real quick. So anyway, she's running for president. She's a white woman. She Girl. is a feminist. But she is very much in support of descendants of African slaves or enslaved individuals. And a part of her announcement with her platform is, is that she feels as though every American who is a descendant of enslaved Africans is entitled to reparations. Entitled. And I was like, oh, girl, yes, let's talk because I need reparations. And, you know, and that's the difference, I think, in American history that's really holding us back from progressing past our dark, dark past of slavery is the lack what? of acknowledgement that this existed. There has been no formal apology from the American government. Was. Never. There never has been a formal mm-hmm. apology for what was done within slavery, with, within Jim Crow. People are still waiting on their photo equals the mule. And, and, not that, and not that I'm making analogous mm-hmm. because I don't like to compare oppression or tragedy. Right. But Germany teaches in its schools Mm -hmm. the atrocities that the Holocaust was. It is illegal in Germany to, you know, give praise to that awful man who started that genocide. It is illegal to have swastikas and other hateful things. Like, Germany has shown repentance for its for its atrocities. America has not properly done so. And I think that's because there's a lack of recognition with the the pain that has been endured uh, through what chattel slavery was in America. And I'm just gonna leave that at that. Well, but, Colin Kaepernick trying to change all that? Well, he's not, he well, ain't. Anyway. But to the point, she uh-huh. wants to give reparations in the amount of $100 billion. No. Now, I'm not good at math. That's I why I do what I do. 
So I chatted with Maurice. And I was like, Maurice, <laughs> we about to get $100 billion. And I was like, girl, no. So <laughs> this chick is trying to, like, pander to the black community. First off, she does not stand a chance in hell of becoming the next president of the United States. And so with this platform, as she wants to call it, as giving reparations of $100 billion, when you look that there are Over approximately the- 37 million black Americans currently. That does not even count. Because she said descendants of slaves. Right. So when you look at 37 million black Americans, that doesn't doesn't count like biracial people. That only counts people who identify as black. And I did my um, 23andMe Uh results. You did? Yeah. I I sent my ancestry ones out. So I'll get them... I think not my next podcast, but the okay. podcast after. Okay. So my boyfriend wanted to do 23andMe. And I was like, and he's like, don't you want to do it with me? I was like, uh, no, because it's just going to tell me that I'm from West Africa. And he's like, well, no, let's do it together. So I had bought him the kit because he was so interested in doing it for Christmas. And then he. Oh, no, going free. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no. But then in turn, he like bought me one, and I was just like, Aww. "It's really just gonna tell me I'm from West Africa. Like, it's not gonna say anything mm-hmm. like of substance." And so, anyway, we did the kit together, and we got our results like over the weekend. And surprise, I am ninety six percent West African. Okay, but where specifically? Um, the majority was Nigeria. And then Congo, and then um, Sierra Leone. Was Ghana in there? No. Was... Oh. No. Oh, so is Nigerian Jollof the best? Yes. <laughs> 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 yes. So I want some, you know, I don't even know what to eat. But... How British are you? So, oh, and then <laughs> surprise, I am 1.2% British. Oh, bitch, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I feel like... You know, a British citizen. Stop. I am like a subject of the queen. <laughs> but yes, but anyway, so it tells you like at what point in the time period that your ancestors probably came from this era. And so my British ancestors um, come from the time period between like 1700 to 1880s. <laughs> I was oh, like, so okay, right well. up in there. Yeah, that's slavery. Little yeah. passage, little yeah, passage basically. Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it's only one percent. But I'm like black, black. Yes. Yeah. But again, so you broke down the numbers for me back to Marianne Williamson, mm-hmm. and it was oh, it's like twenty seven hundred dollars over the, the most. course because she wants to give a hundred billion dollars mm-hmm. to all people who are descendants of slaves, right? Over a ten year period. <laughs> So that would be $10 billion each year. Again, so I hear billion, I just think, like, I can't even comprehend how many zeros that right. is. So I'm like, oh, bitch, I'm about to be paid. No, you're not. It, makes it, it basically makes itself out to be $270 per year yeah. in $2,700 like over the course of 10 a years. Yeah. That is insulting. Yeah. I just feel like, you know what? Scrap that plan. Mm-hmm. Hire me as your platform presidential consultant. Because I think mm-hmm. what you should do is either... A, give, like, all people who can prove that they're descendants of African slaves, like, a tax abatement. Right. Right? Because mm-hmm. taxes be hefty when I look they at do. my check. I'd be yeah. like, God damn. Mm-hmm. Or, given the personal situation I'm going through, <laughs> forget these student loans. Okay. Make them just go away. And whoever, Forgot. whoever says yes. your student loans are gone, you're getting my vote. Yes. I don't give a damn what else who the rest are. says. 
Well, what if the orange person says that? He has my vote. Who? Look. No. Survival. No, man. If your student loans is like mine, you understand the struggle. No. Okay. Mm-mm. And then the other platform, I think, which, which would be really good, but the kind of the management would kind of be hard in terms of controlling the markets. Mm-hmm. I just think that black people should get all 50% off of cotton <laughs> products. Think about it. Your towels, your underwear. t-shirts, underwears, yes. shorts. I mean, imagine an additional 50% off at the Victoria's Secret semi-annual sale. True. Bitch, get it. Yes. Like, come on. Right. 50% off cotton products. Right. Work. Not them cheap-ass fabrics Rihanna got. <laughs> Stop. Anyway. Well, that's enough on the American yeah. mess. But let's talk about the orange person's policies and dealing with deportation from overseas across the pond. Yeah. So I don't know who this person is, but these are your (laughs) these are your these are your country people. Oh, from one point two percent. Oh, from the from 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 England from from England from the United Kingdom. Okay. This person named Twenty One Savage. Oh, I don't know him. I don't know who are the other Twenty Savages. I don't know who the other 20 savages okay. are. Okay. I don't know. I mean, are there more than 21 savages? Okay. Well, I mean, he's the 21st. I mean, it's our 21st show. Yeah. Hey, 21. Hey. But 21 savages was deported to Britain. And then, like... <laughs> How? I don't know, because he's, he's allegedly a rapper from Atlanta. And then there was something with Demi Lovato, who was laughing because, like... There was like the English scroll people mm-hmm. thing. She's like, who even knew he was fucking British? Nobody. Like, nobody. Yeah. She's like, he's deported? Like, what? So she just thought it was funny. Wow. But he got deported to England. I would go back Because there. he basically, I guess, my understanding is that he came here when he was 12. Uh-huh. And I guess he never got his, like, visa renewed. And he's just been, like, chilling here. But like I, I was like, let me listen to some of his music. He don't have no kind of accent. But I'm like, twelve is old. Like your accent, yeah. Your, your like your speaking pattern is solidified. Uh-huh. So I'm like, has he been a rapper out here all this time, like hiding his British yeah, accent? Probably. And even when I looked at him, <laughs> and not to get into like phenotypes mm-hmm. or like looks, but to me, English blacks mm-hmm. look very different than American blacks. They do because and we yeah. take on those regional features. Yeah. Like, black people, yeah, you might be black in America, but mm. I think it's like 80% of black people, and mm-hmm. 80, 85% of black people in America have, like, white ancestry as well. Yeah. Like, we are very, or or, or native ancestry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, we are very mixed in America. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah you're black, but, but you ain't 100%. Like, yeah. even you yes like 100% I'm not we all have something in 96. us but like yeah. that affects the regional area but to me I personally American blacks mm-hmm. look very different than British blacks yeah. to me he looks like a British black yeah I just googled him and he looks like East London black mm-hmm. yeah it just it's a different look yeah it's a very different look how did he not know that his visa was expired though why didn't his parents tell him what was up yeah I blame his parents because yeah, I feel like came, if he came here at 12, that shit should have been renewed by the time he by was the at time least he 22. Was, yeah. And that's like still college age, but yeah. like you, you independent, but you not really. Like, well, I mean, he, he didn't go to college, apparently. Oh, he probably is only 29. Well, true. Well, we're not going to speak extensively about the 21 <laughs> Savages because that's not our, our bag. Not at all. All right, child. Well, we would like to inform you guys that we don't have a listener letter this week. We don't. So we are actually saving our listener letter for next week because we have 
a very new feature that we're gonna present next week and i think you is guys it a are... feature or is it a special it's a special let's call it a special we're gonna call it a special so we have a very new special that we're going to introduce to you guys next week yeah so we're gonna save make, our listener letter it will make a lot of sense next week right yeah but i think that yeah next week will be cute yes so it's gonna be very cute. we're punting it to next week yeah did you get that pun cute or punting oh is it punting or bunting yeah punting punting yeah bunting's cakes um, I just know Emma Bunting from the Spice What's Girls. What's a bunt? Like a bunt cake. Yes. Yes, yes. <coughs> yes. But they don't call it bunting, do they? I don't know. Anyway. I don't think so. Yeah. Moving on. Now it is time for I, I said, said what, what I said. said. So my I said what I said this week is directed to Virginia Governor Ralph Northam. I don't know if you guys saw this story but photos from his medical school yearbook revealed that he did blackface and that he is a racist okay so he's the governor of virginia right now and so he previously admitted to posing for these pictures in this yearbook he said it was him and he said that you know he really apologized and then over the weekend he scheduled a press conference and he it was believed that he was going to resign from the governor ship of virginia which would have placed um a black man into the office of governor because the lieutenant governor of virginia is a black man i don't know his first name his last name is fairfax Mm -hmm. which is appropriate because fairfax virginia Mm -hmm. hello and so he scheduled this press conference and then everyone's expecting him to resign because of, you know, the shame and right. guilt of having this, you know, racist um, picture. So in the picture, there's a person in blackface and then there's another person with a Ku Klux Klan costume. Right. Yeah. And it's on his personal page on in his yearbook. So what do you mean his personal page? So they had a page dedicated, I guess, to each graduate of this medical school in oh, 1984. Wow. And so it has like him in a suit and then him with like a cowboy hat and a plaid shirt. And then it's right. like him sitting beside like a convertible car. And then there's a fourth picture of a person in blackface and then another person in the, hood. In the KKK hood. hood. Yes. And I'm sorry, that shit was hella unacceptable in 1984. In and you graduated from med school? But my thing is, why did anyone think this was okay to publish right. in 1984? Right. Child. And so, my thing is, and then he acknowledged that it was him. Mm-hmm. But then, come over the weekend, he says, oh wait, hold up. I don't even think this is me. I can't, re- I can't recall that I was there. And I don't know if this is me. And so my, I say what I said is, you can't take that shit back. Right. Like, girl. <laughs> right. You can't say, you can't admit to this shit and then be like, wait, hold up, psych. Right. Just playing. It wasn't me. In conjunction with this, there were reports that um, Lieutenant Governor Fairfax was actually receiving, they had like a Me Too movement with him because some, they found some Justin woman, Fairfax? Is that his name? No, his name is Justin. Justin? Oh, okay. So Justin Fairfax, they he had like a Me Too mo- uh, moment. And mm-hmm. so some woman alleged that he sexually assaulted her. And it was just like this big thing, I guess, to discredit him. Right. And so it just seems like this coordinated like attack. Yeah. Because I think that a lot him. of people thought it would be like poetic justice mm-hmm. that the first like black lieutenant governor right. of Virginia 
would then ascend right. to governor uh-huh. behind this racist shit. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, my thing is, he's like, I responded too quickly. No. No. My thing is, you should have responded in 1984 when that shit was Okay, printed. you should have just not done this. And you then, should just not post that picture. Yeah. And then they started posting like other um, reports of this yearbook. And so someone dressed in blackface again, and they were going to be Diana Ross. What a medical school was that? <laughs> Do we know? This was Eastern Virginia Medical School. Not even a good medical school. Well, no. And so someone posted as Diana Ross in blackface. Another person, there were three men who dressed in white dresses, gloves, pearls, wigs, and darkened their skin. I guess they were the Supremes. There was a pharmacology student who dressed in black. He was not in blackface, but he had a coffee mug that said, we can't be fired. Slaves have to be sold. <gasps> yeah. Wow. So he's just straight up racist. Yeah, pretty much. But then I also oh, hate when they find. Shit, it had to be hella acceptable in 1984. Right. But then I hate when these news outlets find like the one black person that went to school with them and said like, he didn't seem racist to me. But then the black guy also says, well, I wasn't even at this party. So then that goes to show like, okay, well, what's going on behind these doors, you know, in these medical schools? And then this guy says, well, I have black patients, so I can't be racist. No, you had a medical oath and duty. Right. And you're trying to get this money. Right. So my thing is you need to resign and you need to own up to what you did. Mm. And that's it. And I said what I said. Well, all right now. Well, my said what I said this week is based around tattoos. Why do you laugh? Nothing. Now, I don't have any tattoos. Not because I'm judgmental or don't even love tattoos. Because I have a whole Pinterest board full of nothing but tattoos that I want. But I don't have the courage to get. You should get one. I'm fickle. You are. I will like it today. Mm-hmm. And hate it for the rest of my Tomorrow, life. Yeah. That is so much commitment. I would feel like I was wearing the same shoes for okay. the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. I like to switch it up. If I did get a tattoo, and I do have some tattoos like this on mm-hmm. my Pinterest board, it's a tattoo that like evolves with me. So like for certain milestones or markers, I would gotcha. get additions okay. or cover-ups or transitions to the tattoo. Okay. But to just be stuck with like one thing uh-huh. on my body, ugh, I would hate it. Absolutely hate it. Hate it, yeah. But, again, tattoos are hot. I love guys with sleeves. I think it's sexy. Um, but I also know me and I know my heart. And I know who I am. Right. And I can't, I just, it's too much for me. Uh, do you have any tattoos? If I had a tattoo, it would be in a place where my mother would never see it. Okay. I don't have any tattoos. Mm-hmm. Um, you know I want lots of them. I've told do. you about all my tattoos. Mm-hmm. I would if, if, if I had the courage to be fearlessly me, I'd be like from the collarbones down. Like Adam Levine? Pretty much. The Ew. whole look. I would just need Girl. to lose like 15, 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. But back to the point. I have certain hard and fast rules yeah. with tattoos. Uh-huh. Those being, I personally don't like color tattoos Okay. on black people. No. Now, some light-skinned people can get away with it. You have to be like light, light. But, and, and not for nothing, because I've studied a lot of different tattoo artists. I would always want to get my skin tattooed by a black person, because black okay. skin is they a little bit different. Skin, yeah. And especially if you're going to do color, mm-hmm. because 
the canvas is straight different. Right. I've seen people as dark as you with mm-hmm. color and it looks it great. Looks no, but if they get it done by a good artist, mm-hmm. and nine times out of ten, these artists are black. Okay. artists. Color looks great on black skin. Okay. But you have to know someone who knows how to canvas that palette. Gotcha. Or how to paint that, paint that canvas. Oh, child, right. we are at the end of the podcast. Yeah, paint that canvas. Mm-hmm. But so my, my my personal pet peeves are color on black skin, because uh-huh. um, nine times out of ten it's not done well. Right. Uh, secondly, is people getting tattoos in languages that they do not speak, and that goes to my point. Ariana Grande recently got a tattoo on the palm of her hand. Adriana. Which I didn't even know was possible. It is. You can get tattoos like on your inner lip. I know the lip, and yeah. I guess you get. But how would you get a tattoo on the palm of your hand? So she got a tattoo that she uh-huh. thought said Seven Rings, which is her her new trap song. Um, it's like that Soldier Boy song. It's very ghetto. Yeah, she's having a Miley Cyrus moment. Clearly, remember when Miley cut off her hair and thought she was a black girl and started shouting mm-hmm. twerk. Yeah, this is Ad- Adriana's moment. Yeah, but Adriana got um a Seven Rings tattoo. I'm like, bitch, you get that Thank You Next tattoo, okay? Okay, and that's on every Chinese food store bag. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Next, she could have easily got that verified, Mm -hmm. but she went and got a Japanese tattoo that she thought said seven rings, which does not say that it's (laughs) Japanese barbecue Barbecue grill or barbecue grill. Yes. So it's just a whole hot mess. Yeah. But I do have to love her spirit. She's been very jokey about it. And she's been like, oh, funny. Like, I wish like someone commented like Japanese isn't the only language that's hard to match. She's Mm -hmm. like, oh, I wish I could give you a high five, but I can't because it's the palm of her hand. Yeah. She's been having fun with it. Good. Um, but it's like people need to understand this is ink into your yeah. dermis, yeah. your what's it called? You know medical terms like your mm-hmm. your underdermis, your superdermis, <laughs> your hyperdermis, like the deep deep layers yeah, of your skin, not the things that come off with like right. the um, baby foot. Yeah. Like this is deep in. I just would never one. I would never get a language that I am not fluent. Fluent, and when I say fluent, I mean beyond conversation. Yeah, like four years of mm-hmm. Spanish in high school does not count. Right. And so when she, where she failed is that she, like, technically she thought she could put seven and rings together. But when, if you're fluent in the language, it's a longer um, right. And, word. Right. Isn't Japanese, and, and, and first of all, like, Asian, some Asian languages, they have totally different characters. Yeah. That that makes me scary. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. Scared. <laughs> um, shit, can I master English? Right. Um, but... You know, they have different characters. Mm-hmm. Don't they read, like, sometimes left to right, not right and to left? Up and down. Or up and down? Yeah. Like, it's totally, totally yeah. different. Unless you have a full mastery of the language. Exactly. And they have so many, like, um, dialogues. Yeah. And it's a tonal language. Right. It's so, yeah. so, like, you could say the same exact thing, but in the octave or the mm-hmm. tone, it means different yeah. things. And then she tried to fix it, and she added, like, some stuff underneath. So you got, like, a heart. Yeah, but then if you... It just, she messed it up even worse. And so I'm just like, girl, you just need to cover that all the way up. But I personally would never get words on my body. I would never get a language that I do not speak. I don't like text either. Yeah. Symbols are okay. Symbols are okay. And I would never, ever, ever get someone's name. name. Unless they're my children. Not even that. Children are the one pass I can see. For That's a pass, but I just, I just because no matter what that. they do, they could be an axe murderer. Be, yeah. They could be um, what's that going? Ted Bundy. They could be Ted Bundy. At the end of the day, 
that's, that's your still child. your baby. But at but still, I would just never. But then that goes to my first rule: I would never get words tattooed Text. on my body. Yeah, right. Yeah. I also don't like um, like the R.I.P. The, the like the baby faces, yeah. Oh, the grandma faces. That's just creepy. That's horrible. They so, never yeah. look like the people. They never look like the people. They're horribly done. Yeah. Um. Again, I know tattoos are hot. They're all the rage. They are. I want several. I think that but... they are sexy and they're always express yourself mm-hmm. and to recognize milestones and moments through, through your life and movements. And I do want tattoos, but again, this ain't it. Yeah. So I know. All. I know. When I'm saying it might be unpopular, yes. I'm sure a lot of our listeners got tattoos and languages they can't read nor comprehend. At all. But I think that that shit's a mess and I don't like it and At I ain't here for all. it. And I said what I said. All right. All right, guys. Now it's our time for our tens. Tens. Tens, tens across, across the, the board. board. So I have a quick one. And actually kind of, I'll, I'll lead in because it leads off of our last topic with that um, Virginia governor, Northrum. And mm. I just want to give a shout out to someone who I have been really following a lot and who I admire and respect. And um, just because it's a good segue. Mm-hmm. But uh, and we haven't talked too much because we try not, not that we try, but given the current state of our political climate, I don't think that we discuss politics as much on the podcast sometimes. But someone I really love is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. AOC, as she is known. And I'm giving her my tendency because I think that she is a freshman congresswoman representing the Bronx, New York. And she's come in and she is making her place known. And she is a strong Latinx woman. And she's letting her power and her youth and her energy be felt and she's owning her space and she called for that racist governor to resign and I'm here for it and I'm giving her my tens for the week because I feel like we haven't highlighted or even spoke or mentioned her on the podcast and I just want to give her some shine that's because I don't feature her like I feel like she no she's from that Instagram activism era where she's always like trying to get a I feel like she's trying to get attention and okay. I feel like with her, like, girl, you just got there. Like, you can't be trying to change stuff up, like, on day one. See, like, totally you ain't disagree. even, you still on probation. Totally disagree. No, I mean, like, I get, yeah, how you're fresh. I'm shading my tens, I mean, first of all. I get that she's a fresh new face and she always got, like, a red lip. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm here for that. But, like, girl... Like, you ain't even unpacked your office yet. And you always on Twitter. You always on Instagram. You always on Facebook. She like, is making some way. She's doing what No, she is from that millennial generation what where they like to stir shit up. But, like, girl, do you even know what you're stirring up? Like, okay, first you, of all, like Whoopi said, girl, you need to sit down. You need to learn the job. And then you need to come with some shit. You attacking my tens. I am. That's supposed to be my tens, bitch. Oh, well, okay. But whatever. I'll be attacking your tens. It's my tens, Alexandria. You did attack my tens. You said I could not get my tens this week. What do you mean? Because you know who I was going to get my tens to this week. I attacked it in our pre-meeting. Still. Give your tens. Go ahead. Justin said I could not get my tens to Stormy Webster, who is the daughter of Kylie Jenner and ASCP Rocky. <laughs> Or Travis Scott, whatever, whichever one he is. I don't know. Or 21 Savage. Or 21 Savage. They all look the same. <laughs> you know. And so, 
Uh, she just had her first birthday, so I was going to give my tins to her. And then I was like, oh, well, no, I'll give my tins to Mariah, who just performed in Saudi Arabia. And she was the first international female star to perform in that country. What chic did she perform for? Huh? What chic? What, what, what chic shank? No. What, what chic chic? <laughs> <laughs> that shank is chic. That chic is shank. That, that chic is chic. Which Somebody. She, she performed okay. over there over the weekend. <laughs> and um, But then the people were coming for her. So I was like, okay, well, I can't give it to her. So I'm going to give my tens this week to Apple and the person who engineered all those glitches. Because <laughs> Apple has made it really easy to eavesdrop on people. Oh, stop. And so <laughs> if you have not noticed, um, you can go... If you have AirPods, you can do this thing called Live Listen, which was initially designed to help the hearing impaired. Okay. And you can essentially put your phone in a room, but then you can put your AirPods in and go to another room and listen to what they're saying. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's like a form of eavesdropping. Can I tell you, uh not to intrude, intrude, (laughs) not to intrude upon your tents. Uh Uh-huh. But today it was a warm day, uh-huh. the warmest day we've had in a while. And I went to walk down the street mm-hmm. in the out in the open air to get my lunch. Yeah, and everyone had on AirPods, yeah. and I was listening to some other podcasts with my, you know, Ooh, what you doing that for? Because I listen to other podcasts, so I'm like listening to other podcasts with my uh, cord earphones. It, like every person that walked past me had AirPods and, and AirPods. They were looking at you like yes, they were looking at me. <laughs> judging I you. felt like they were judging they me. They were because you look poor. I felt poor. You I should. felt impoverished and destitute. Mm. I know AirPods have been around, and I want to get AirPods, but I know thyself. I know mm. me. You would lose them. Yes, I yeah. will lose them. Me going to buy AirPods, I might as well flush flush one hundred and fifty dollars down the yeah. toilet. Set, just set it on fire because I will lose them yeah. legit within seventy two hours. Oh yeah, definitely. So why would I go take my hard earned money and spend it on something I know I'm going to lose? You would. So that's yeah. Don't do I can't that. I can't handle the responsibility of AirPods. Yeah. yeah, they're too grown for me. They are. So, so you need to know your limit. But I just I, but I, don't buy them. I feel judged. I would judge you too. <laughs> yeah. I feel so judged. Yeah, I would judge you more if you had like the corded earphones than if you like listen to everything on speakerphone. Oh my God, yeah, really? Because yeah. I think speakerphone's the worst. I do too. <gasps> but I am that low level. You are. Maybe I'll get like the cheap ones on Instagram, the knockoffs. I'm just afraid they're going to blow my ear up. They might. Oh my god! Mm. But AirPods are such a status symbol. People don't realize Apparently. or recognize it, but they're yeah. like a low key like. And now they got the new ones coming out. What new? What, what feature do they have? Wireless charging. It's basically the same. Oh. Yeah, but that's it, girl. I'm sorry, I messed up your ten. You did. My other uh, part of my ten was that you can now, um, if you try to FaceTime someone, you can hear the audio of what's going before on in the see. room before they actually pick up. So. If somebody FaceTimes you in the next, like, before the next update comes out, don't answer. Oh, God. Yeah. All right, y'all. Well, thank you for listening <laughs> to our 21st show. Yes. Over here at Category we 21 is. Savage in this bitch. Yes, 21 <laughs> Savage. Don't deport us, though. Subscribe. Subscribe. Subscribe on whatever platform you listen to. Yes. We are on Spotify. SoundCloud. Stitcher. Apple Podcasts. Google Play. Yes. 
Yes. So be sure to find us on one of those. Yes. And you can also follow us on all things social at Category, category is Pod on, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Yes. So yes, follow us, guys. And yes. don't forget, please, please don't forget to write in a letter. Mm-hmm. We have a couple of thematic shows coming up for you. Very soon. Very soon. Yeah. So stick tuned. Stick tuned. <laughs> so stay tuned for yes. those. Uh, because it'll be a little bit of a switch up from your our regular programming yes. with our, our categories that are our ball here. So we'll see you every Wednesday. So again, remember to write in at categoryispod at gmail.com. gmail.com. And we'll see you every Wednesday. All right. All right. See you next week. week. Bye. Bye.